Yo, what's going on everybody? It's time for another live stream, 3 p.m. here in Nubian, Iowa, Saturday, September 12, 2020. Hopefully you guys are doing well. I'm having a pretty good day today. The weather was super weird from my run and my knee was not so happy, probably from the uh, fart like yesterday, but cut through it pretty good. So otherwise survived. It was like um, one of those weather days though, where uh, it was like hot, and muggy and cold and chilly all at the same time i was it was like 100 percent humidity so it was like not raining but everything's wet and uh everything was like gray and dark and it's like that moment when if you've ever been on an airplane and you're like above the clouds and it's like oh it's so like it's like looking at a screensaver up here it's nice and bright and then as you're starting to descend like you're in the cloud and you're like it's gray and dark and drab like that moment before you like closer and you see the earth when you're still in the cloud and you look around and you're like oh this is the inside of a cloud it's really wet and gray and not that pleasant i thought it'd be nicer in here so that's what kind of like today's running was like running through a cloud but uh overall had a good run and then uh went with a long walk with the family the girls have been cooped up for the last five days so we just had so much rain so they had a lot of energy to burn so we were at a certain point we were just like my wife and I were trying to just like sit down. We were actually laying down on the couch. We had a blanket. We were getting comfy. And then the kids were like just literally like just jumping up and down, hopping like rabbits. So we we're like, we're, we're going to go for a walk. We got to get out of here. We took the dog too. He was happy. He pooped four times in like 30 minutes. Uh, he doesn't like rain. Uh, I think it's because he has giant ears. And so like it sounds bad to him. It probably sounds like, like the earth is coming to an end. But also he tends to get um, ear infections. So when water gets in there... Uh, it's not that comfortable for him. So he's been holding it for like four days, five days straight. But I think everyone feels more relieved now. <laughs> everyone's happier. So I think I think everyone's a little bit tired, but um, doing good. How are you guys doing? Who do we have in here today? We've got Mark Rainey, Recycle on Wednesday. Uh, Mark Rainey asked, pizza. If you cut a hole in the middle of a pizza and served it, pizza hole? I don't know. I mean, I feel like that'd be like a pizza jewel, right? Because that's like the, I mean, is it the best part? I like that best part. I like that first part bite of the pizza. You know, when you fold the slice and you get that first bite, that's the best because it's probably the cheesiest part of the pizza you're going to get. I think it's super tasty. So that'd be like a pizza jewel or pizza nugget. Pizza nugget. That sounds like an appetizing food. I want to eat that. Uh, Bert Leguess is here. Uh, recycle on Wednesdays. Uh, Bert Leguess says, Frank Hulier had a marathon PR today. Awesome. Let's get the PR bell out for that. Great work, Frank. I don't know if Frank's here, though. He might. I haven't seen him yet, but maybe he's sleeping in. Good job, Frank, on the marathon PR. Is, was Frank doing the virtual Boston? Is that why he was running the marathon today? I don't remember. Um, and his Dunbar's here, Matt Ponzer. Um, Matt Ponzer says, sleeping is hard after a marathon because his legs always hurt. I can understand that for sure. I don't have a problem ever sleeping after a marathon. Usually, though, because after a marathon... Sorry, I'm adjusting the mic. Usually because after a marathon, I love drinking beers after a marathon, even if the marathon ends, like, early in the morning. Um, yeah, I just like to drink beers and fall asleep. Like, that's like... Uh, like, drink beers, take a hot shower, and then hop in... Like, if I have to travel for the marathon, when you drink beers after the marathon... Go to the hotel, have a super hot shower, and then get underneath the covers. Oh, I'll be, I could sleep for another three hours after that. <laughs> that is like one of my favorite things to do. Uh, Martha's here. Tony Young coming in from New Zealand. Awesome. 
Um, Matt Fredericks, Roadrunner Reviews. Sile B. Says, greetings from Boston. Uh, what do you mean by fartlek uh, when running? Newbie here, LOL. Well, no problem. I, I think that there's a lot of definitions of fart. I think there's a very specific definition of fartlek. I believe it comes from the Swedish word. It means speed play. So the, what, I, what I mean by fartlek is any kind of run where you have a couple minutes when you're running faster and then like a period of time when you're running slower and recovering and you kind of go back and forth. I think like the original version of fartlek was like people would be running in the line. You got like 10 people in a group. And then when you're at the end of the line, you have to kind of sprint to get to the front of the line. And then once you get to the front of the line, you get in front and then you wait. And then the person behind you, and so it's kind of like a hopscotch. So like you're sprinting and going faster for like that part to get back in front of the group again. And so I think that's where it originally come from. But now I think when people use the term, it's like a little bit of a faster pace um, and then a little bit of an easier pace. So that's what I mean when I say fartlek. And usually I mean like two minutes of running faster and then one minute of recovery or up to five minutes at a time uh, is what I'd consider a fartlek. But it's another way of saying like reps too. So I could say like eight times two and a half minutes with one minute recovery. But fartlek kind of like also is a little bit less structured too. So that's that's what I mean when I say it. Uh, purple helmeted yogurt slinger says, what's your favorite anti-inflammatory? This is my favorite anti-inflammatory. My wife just made, um, a smoothie. Um, and she puts like a whole bunch of chia seeds in it. Sometimes it's chia seeds. Sometimes it's chia like meal, like just ground up chia seeds. We get both. Um, I think there's coconut oil in this one too. I don't know if coconut oil is anti-inflammatory, but, uh, it's nice cause she'll put in like lots of frozen fruits, pineapple, mangoes, some spinach in here. And it's super tasty. Uh, the other thing that I really enjoy is from Univet, this shirt. Uh, they make a recovery mix that has a lot of turmeric in it, and that's tasty as well. Uh, Donald Beck says, Michael, I thought of you today as I was trying to activate my glutes. Yet today, I was as I was running, I was trying to keep my... I, I didn't do a lot of glute activation. I did some stretching, uh, like like mobility type of stretching before my run. Not a lot. I was kind of running late this morning. And then, but during the run, I, w I was like, uh, how do I keep my glutes activated? So I did the kind of thing, a couple of things that I've been trying to do, which one is like kick like you're kicking on a like an adult scooter, like the Razor scooter, like the, the ones that the kids have. Um, the other thing was just like just clenching my butt. Like I've got to hold it. So that's what I've been, that's what I've been doing. Um, I think that works. I'm not sure. I'm still really not sure about all this glute activation stuff. But I do know that my right side leg, the glute muscles, basically all the muscles on the right side are much weaker than the ones on the left. Anything that requires balance, my right side is way weaker. It's almost as if like, like, you know, when you watch like newborn baby, like deer or baby giraffes and they're like getting up and it's like all super wobbly. My left side is like getting stronger, getting better. My right side still feels like that. And so it's just super janky and uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm working on it. Uh, whether that'll completely fix my knee thing, I don't know, but I think it's something that needs to be done regardless. So yeah, it's not, it's not wasted time. Vince Van Der Per says, just caught the Beacon 2. How does it compare to the Ride 13? I think the Beacon 2 is a lot lighter um, and I like running fast in the Beacon 2. I think it works really, it has a very interesting spring once you get on the toes in that shoe. 
and uh, it's just a, a lot less cushioned. So like, um, so if like there's daily trainers, there's daily trainers that are very cushioned and daily trainers that are a little bit faster. I think the Beacon 2 fits on the little bit faster side. Although it's a really versatile shoe, that's one of the wonders of the Beacon. Uh, and I'm glad that they're not really changing it from year to year. Although I still haven't tried the Beacon 3. Um, is that like, it's very versatile. You can use it for so many things and it, it just works for a lot of stuff. So, um, let's see. Uh, Daniel M says, I personally think the CLA hat still looks good facing forward. I like it. Uh, I think that like what's happening is my hair is getting really long and there's just so much more volume like underneath the hat that it seems like a lot of the hats now that I used to wear only backwards, they're starting to work for, I'm just filling the hat, I guess, in a different way. I don't know. So it's, um, uh, I've, I've been liking it, but this hat has taken a beating. I've been wearing it like crazy and a lot of this stuff up here, which is kind of like somewhat reflective. It's starting to kind of like peel and flake off. So, but I don't know, it just means I've been using it, you know, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> Brian uh, and Alia says, CLA hat facing forward and Bill Flip for maximum swag. Yeah, I thought about doing that the other day and I was like, I don't think I can run like this. It just looks a little bit, it looks funny when I did it. Um, I tried doing it with also I have a path products like a cycling hat that looks like this It's just this just looks weird, right? I mean, this isn't this, this isn't a look for me. I can't do it so Yeah, you know, that's all right. Um, I, I growing up Like uh, I think that for I don't know if it's for a lot of Asians I won't speak for all Asians for but for this Asian like uh, there are certain hats that I might really want to be able to wear that kind of hat, but it just won't won't ever work no matter what. Uh, like fishing hats, the ones with like the brim all the way around, like that is one example. Um, no matter what, that's just not going to look good on me. Uh, like beanies, skull caps, like those kinds of winter hats, I think look fine on me. Baseball caps, usually in the backwards direction, look a little bit better on me. Um, but like fishing hats. Mm -mm. or like beach hats you know something that has like more sun protection i uh, just look ridiculous in it um it's kind of like when you put a hat on a dog then you're like who put that hat on a dog it's kind of cute but what it's kind of ridiculous let's take that off so that's kind of that's kind of how i am with a lot of hats um although i haven't tried one since i grew like the handlebar mustache but uh cowboy hats also look really ridiculous on me um, and, uh, like the kind of hats that like men wore, like in the twenties and thirties, you know, like with Jupiter, the suit, the overcoat, and then like the hat, like that kind of hat also just looks ridiculous. Um, yeah. Matt Ponder says, pack 37 for every day, zoom fly three for tempo runs and hard long runs. That works. That's a good combo. Um, Martha says, coconut oil proponents make all sorts of claims for it, but doctors say it's bad for you, along with palm kernel oil. I don't know. My, my wife puts it in there. I don't, I can't really taste it. My mother-in-law, when you put, put coconut oil stuff, she's like, oh, I tasted it. I didn't want to say anything, but I tasted it. And I'm just like, hmm, whatever. I ate, I ate the muffin. It was good kind of thing. Mm. So, Bert giving us more info on Frank's run today. He did a 417 marathon and 14 degrees Celsius early in the morning with 250 meters of vert. Wow, great work. Awesome. 
Tyler Gee says, hi, Kofuzi. What's up, Tyler? Um, JC says, Coda's Fresh Prints with the Bill Flip. That's funny. You know, you can buy, I don't know if it's still available, but you could get the, um, we wonder what, do you, what school did you go to? Bel Air Academy? They sell the Bel Air Academy blazer. Um, there was like a line of Bel Air, Fresh Prints of Bel Air products, and one of it was like a shirt, like a sweatshirt that was like, because you, you've probably seen the one that's like Property of Bayside from the Save by the Bell. But there was a similar one for um, from Bel Air Academy uh, for Fresh Prince. And then there was one, the blazer that he wore inside out. And you could wear it inside out too. So I was like, oh, I should get that. But I was like, oh, eh, that's a, a that's priced a little bit beyond impulse. Like that would be funny if I had the Fresh Prince of Bel Air blazer. It was like buying a real blazer. It was, it was not cheap. <laughs> Jackson says, Nike Pegasus 37 versus Adidas Ultra Boost 20 versus Nike Infinity Rack versus New Balance 1080 version 10 versus A6 Nova Blast. Um, you want me to pick one? I'll pick the Pegasus 37. Maybe the Nova Blast. Um... Critical Thinker says, hey, Co, did you see the Saucony Ride 13 triple black? I did. That's a little bit disappointing. I was I was thinking about getting it for my wife because um, she just likes shoes that are just black. And um, when she can't get it, like uh, just a black shoe, she'll get a black and white one. That's what her pegs 36s are. But um, I looked at the triple black and it makes it look like an orthotic to me. So like, uh, I don't know why like that triple black doesn't look right. Um, I wish they would have made it in the blackout where it was like black and then the gray midsole. I think that would have been, that would have been better. Recycle on Wednesday says, I don't remember the last hat that actually fit on my head. Yeah. Me, me and my cousin, my cousin used to live with me for a little while when I was like in junior high school and like early high school. And, um, my cousin and I, uh, we used to be obsessed with hats. This was like right before like lids, like the store opened. And so like, uh, we were, uh, like we, we, we collected them. We wanted rare ones. Um, we wanted, uh, like we were, this is when like people first started getting into fitted hats and stuff. It's like, we were super into hats. This would have been probably like 19, like 1990s, like 1991, 1992, we were super into it. We um, had very uh, strong opinions on whether to curl the bill or to leave it flat, you know. And then he had the the hat washer thing, where it was basically like a clamshell, kind of like when people make uh, like fry their own tortillas to make hard shell tacos. Like they had, it was like one of those things, and you put it in the wash that way. So it was it was like one of those. Um, he had that and we were we were super into it. we were we were collecting bunches and bunches of hats and now i'm just like i want something that i can sweat a lot in if it if it stays cool i like it um frederick fixen lund said good evening i just found out i qualified for the norwegian half marathon championship awesome congratulations i think that deserves uh another cowbell great work and it's going to be on October 3rd, and he hopes he gets the Adizero Adios before the race. I hope so, too. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. It means the Adios Pro. That's what I figured you meant. 
Um, but congratulations that you qualified, and uh, you'll have to let us know. I mean, I'll. I don't know that. I don't know that the Norwegian half marathon championship is going to be on my radar. So you'll have to let us know how it goes, please. Carrie S says, "Yo, what's going on? Awesome. What's going on, Carrie?" Um, Frederick says, let's see, um, he ran a 115, so not super, but getting better. That's awesome. And he says, thanks. Uh, I love running because you always compete against your own times. Everyone is so nice. It's a great sport. I will say that. Um, one of the things that I've been watching a lot lately is, uh, Ozzy Man, I've been mentioning it a lot, I think. Um, Ozzy Man Reviews, I just, I, it, the pace of it is really funny and uh the other part that's really funny about it is it's all he's just com he comments on like stuff he sees on the internet and um he's just narrating it and it's hilarious the pace is funny but also because he sounds he talks different than i talk and uh that just adds a different like comedic element to it i mean i'm not the only one that likes it he's got like millions of subscribers but today like for, for whatever reason YouTube started feeding. Normally, it's uh, he uh, talks about stuff like Destination F and um, other, like basically just different fails and things that are funny on the internet. But today, YouTube fed me Aussie Man reviews videos of humans being nice, and uh, I was just watching that before I got onto the live stream, and it put me in a really good mood. It was really funny um, to hear that. So it was it was fun. I, I I mean I highly recommend it. I like Aussie Man reviews. Uh, JC says, "Co, if you were to run the Tunnel Marathon today, what shoe would you choose?" I'd probably run in the Endorphin Pro because it's downhill. I feel like I'd be able to load the carbon fiber plate, and so uh, I'd go for a run in that. If not that, then probably uh, either the Endorphin Speed or maybe even the Hyperion Elite Two. Uh, Christian Schrobinger says, "Hey, are you going to review the Alpha Fly Next Percent to compare it to the Brooks Hyperion Elite 2? I'm probably not going to compare it against the Alpha Fly. I'll probably compare it against um, some of the other racers that I have, but I don't have the Alpha Fly, and so I'm not, I don't have plans to get it. So I don't think I'll be able to do that comparison." Um, Chen Zhao said, "When do we start the cowbell thing on the channel? I think I like I think the the word of the day and the cowbell sound." Uh, started around the same time, but uh, I've been saving the cowbell for when people have PRs. And really, what I should just do is just get that cowbell and bring it in here and ring it. But I think that might be too loud, and it would definitely be very disruptive uh, for everyone else in the house here. So that that's maybe uh, what's going on there. Sorry, that was a weird thing. Um, was I expecting that? Um. Frederick says, uh, sorry about the late comment about hats, but I love the Patagonia duckbill running hat. So airy and a short brim. I'm not familiar with that one. I'll have to look at that. Mm, interesting. Summer says, what kind of sock is the best running for you? I like ones that are as minimal as possible. Um, I do have a couple of pair of more cushioned ones that I might wear on like a longer run. And if it's just a very easy day, but generally I like just like a running sock that's like no blister and like no show or or very very low show 
Roadrunner Sports makes a good one. Their Dry Max, like the, the lightest one, uh, is nice. It comes in, you can get it in a three pack. Uh, I have a pair of Stance socks that I really enjoy. I just got a pair of Belegas. I ran in them today. They were, uh, they worked out really good. Darn Tough, they're a US company. Um, they make really great socks too. So those are some of the brands that I've been I've been enjoying lately. Um, uh, Vince Vanderpair says, "When is that thick Adios Pro get released?" I don't, I don't know. People ha some people have it already. I I tried to get a pair. I think they did like a very very limited release a little while ago, and it sold out like instantly. I don't think I don't know if there's plans for a restock on it. I, it doesn't sound to me, it doesn't feel like it to me. I have no, nothing to go off of based on, except for the, like just based on the way that they released it, there wasn't like a big announcement. It just kind of came out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, by the way, we released this today. It was like the week after the Adazero Pro came out. So um, yeah, it just, um, I don't I don't know that they're gonna make more. I hope they do, I'd like to try it, but who knows. Um, looks like my mom's here. What's going on, mom? How are you? Uh, not really. Hank Aaron is at Woodman's right now. Bye. More noon. Not really. Hank Aaron loves his noon. Plant Power Dan says, thought on Injinji toe socks. Um, on Injinji toe socks, I just feel like, uh, I worry that I would get a blister from like the, all the extra material in between the toes. People swear that that doesn't happen, but that'd be a concern. And the other concern would be like, it's going to take up more space in the toe box in my shoes if I have those in there. So that's my other concern about it. But I mean, um, it's an interesting idea. I think it'd be weird. I was just trying to think like, well, if I were in a place where I would barefoot around other people a lot, then I might like it. But then I just think that like, it would really stand out as odd that you had that. So I don't know. But like, if you... If you like them, that's great. I've never tried them, but I'm not that interested in trying them. Uh, Cody Wright says, did you see the running warehouse video of the Hoka Rocket X? Can't wait for those to come out. I did. Um, I think, I don't remember if I commented if they, usually on those, I usually add, I think my comment is, is it gonna come out in black? Um, but I don't think I commented on that one. I don't remember if I did or not. I might have, that might've come on while I was watching YouTube in the shower. So I don't know. I usually don't comment. When uh, on the videos that I watch on YouTube in the shower, uh, Plant Power Dan says he loves uh, the darn tough. It's currently his favorite sock. Um, as much as I like their like shorter socks, I love I I buy the ski socks because they make like uh, calf height ones. That, the ones that come all the way up to any calf height socks um, that come up really tall that are supposed to kind of give you more protection against like the ski boot chafing. Um, but I like to wear those in the winter. Um, because they're still moisture wicking, but also that you just get a lot of coverage and it's designed for like outdoor activity, you know, hours long in the winter time. So I like to wear those underneath, uh, like my winter running pants. So that's my favorite kind of darn tough socks. And they have some pretty cool designs, uh, as well. So I like those. Wheat City Soul says, got initial runs in the Endorphin Shift and the Ride 13 this week. Both are very strong in their own respect. Yeah, I think that they're pretty different shoes. I was thinking that they were going to end up feeling really similar. And I was nervous. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to tell much of a difference. But they feel very different um, to me. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, I guess one's a lot thicker. Uh, 
But I, I wonder, like, the differences are such that I'm like, I know they're both power run, but is, is, is all power run the same? I feel like they've done something a little bit different in the shift because uh, it's a little bit bouncier. Um, yeah. Oh, Frederick says official. The Adios Pro is on Monday. Oh, okay. So I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Oh, it's a lot of money to spend on shoes in a month. But yeah, it seems like a lot of stuff is coming out now. The, the Rocket X is coming out soon. Um, the Hyperion Elite just came out. If the uh, Adios Pro is coming out too, that gets, that's going to be an expensive month. Hmm. Purple Helmeted Yogurt Slinger says, Do you know Pal Cowbell, UTMB winner 2019? I don't. I don't know who that is. Hmm. Will W says, I'm liking icebreaker socks. They have different thicknesses and heights, and they replace them when they went out for free. Really? How do they make money then? This doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Wow. Jeff Elliott says he likes the Njinjis. Maybe I'll try some just to have them. I feel like if I, if I like... If I come down the stairs like that in the morning and, I, and with like a finger, like a glove on each, like a glove, what do you call it? Like with each of my toes, like separately, like covered, I think my kids would go nuts. They'd be like, what is that? What? How come we don't have some? That's what, I think that's what they would be. That's like, they would be, they would want to know like, where are ours? <laughs> uh. Uh, let's see. Mm, Mark Chan says, "Never mind. Just check the Adidas site. The Adios Pro is coming. Different colorway on October second at three a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or EDT. What's that? Eastern something time? I don't know." Um. Yeah. Uh, not really Hank Aaron says Google your name and Mike Tyson's appears related no but like KO is a vert for a boxing term for knockout so Mike Tyson knocked people out like crazy um, Mr. Random says how do you go about selecting which shoes slash products to review uh, I kind of just pick I pick on what I would want to um, do so that's why I kind of try to keep a, a little bit more of a distance from the brands uh, I'd like to say it's very intentional, but they're just not knocking on my door all that much. And so that gives me a little bit of freedom to kind of review what I feel like reviewing. Um, sometimes br brands will reach out to me and say like, hey, we got this thing coming up. Like I'm doing one. I think it, I should be getting it soon. I think it releases in like October. But like some, so sometimes like the brands or like their PR agencies will reach out to me, ask if I'm interested in stuff. Um or like other uh, companies that I work with or PR companies that I work with, they'll like every season, they'll stay like, hey, here's the stuff that we're excited about this season. Pick from this list of stuff that you'd like to look at. So like that's kind of like how it comes by uh, a lot. Um, and uh, for shoes, shoes usually I say yes to. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that I say no to. And a lot of that, it comes in like in the technology space. So like earbuds, I say to no to like an earbud review like probably about once a day these days because they're all like very similar and so um, I'm a little bit more I'm very lucky that I can be a little bit more selective about it so it wasn't always that way I used to do a lot more of those and they're fun to do but after a while you're like this looks exactly like the other one that I reviewed just like two weeks ago 
I'm struggling to figure out what the difference is, and I suspect that there really isn't. So there's a lot of that. But uh, for shoes, I usually just like, I kind of have an idea of what's coming down the line, and uh, I get excited about it. Sometimes I'll know ahead of time if someone's going to send me a pair, but most of the times I just go get it. So uh, it's stuff that I want to run in. So that's why there's not like cross-country spikes or track spikes or anything like that. It's all like distance stuff. Um, Jeff Elliott says, toe socks feel really weird when you first put them on. Yeah, I would. I'm, that's what I anticipate. I suppose if I ever get toe socks, um, that I should do like a first fitting or whatever to get like kind of the impression. And I'll need like two cameras, like one on my face and one on my feet. Because I'm sure I'll be doing a lot of this with my toes. <laughs> uh, let's see. JC says, anyone tried Bomba socks? I haven't tried any of those. Um, but there's a lot of commercials on them. Rob Knott says, RC Elite Thoughts, best for half marathon, full, maybe 10K. You know, I haven't run in them, and I would think that they're for a marathon because of the training, the TC, the training and competition. I think that's what it stands for. That one's intended for marathon training too. So, uh, and RC is like the racing version. So I thought that that's um, what that's for. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess until I try them, I won't, I won't know. Um... Martha says, those toe socks remind me of when I was a kid. I used to wear those Japanese tabi shoes with a separate big toe. No idea why, but kids in L.A. wore them for a while. It was a thing. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Louis Becerra says, uh, Brooks, Belega, and Roadrunner socks low cut works for me. Oh, I've not tried Brooks socks before. Uh, Purpet Helmeted Yogurt Slinger says, what shoe would you choose to do a 12-hour race in? Uh, I'd probably look at the Carbon, I mean, depending on the terrain, I would look at the Carbon X if it's pretty flat, like a road-like surface. Um, other than that, uh, I don't. I, I think a lot of it would come down to terrain. But uh, the other one that I would probably like for it, 12 hours is a long time, though, so I don't really know. I don't know if I could wear a Carbon X for 12 hours. I would think for a 12 hour race, do you switch shoes in that? Or do you just wear the same shoes the whole time? I don't know. Um, but I would probably want something in like the, the hybrid shoe category, something that's kind of like a road daily trainer feel, but with some lugs on it, just to keep things light and nimble. It's probably where I'd end up. Um, <laughs> Martha says, in Gingy's with, with Birkenstock sandals would be so outrageous. I mean, I feel like there would also probably be two brands that, like, there'd be a lot of, like, crossover in terms of the people, right? Maybe. Um, Chris Dyke says, the amount of people outside of my area right now is shocking. Air quality index at 197. I don't know what that number means, but I presume you mean it's, like, super smoky and gross. Niels G says, are carbon-plated shoes working for slow runners? I'd like to try, but it's a lot of money if I can't utilize the plate, running about 515 per kilometer. That translates to like, what, like 830 or so, something like that. Um, I think that uh, the answer is it depends. So I think that uh, like the Vaporfly, the most magnificent thing about the Vaporfly is not the Zumax, it's not the carbon fiber plate. Those are all uh, amazing things. The most amazing thing and underrated thing about it is that it works at all skill levels. 
the shoe just makes everyone run like more efficiently, run better, run faster, whatever you want to call it. It works for pretty much everyone that you put it on. Other shoes like the Endorphin Pro that I just mentioned, that one, I don't feel like I'm fast enough or running hard enough to really get the benefit of the carbon fiber plate. So I don't, I don't need it. It doesn't help me. Um, except when I run downhill, because when I run downhill, like gravity is pulling me and giving me a boost. Uh, and so then I feel like, Ooh, now I'm feeling that carbon fiber plate in here. So I think it really depends on the shoe. Um, but I, the 4%, the next percent, I haven't tried the alpha fly, but I imagine the alpha fly as well. Uh, those, I feel like throughout like the pace spectrum, uh, there's a benefit. Um, but the other shoes, it, I think it, it really depends on the shoe. Uh, Donald Beck says, I had some tebby boots because I wanted to be a ninja, you know, as a career. Spoiler alert, I am not currently employed as a ninja, nor do I freelance. That's unfortunate, Donald. <laughs> I had a friend who wore, uh, they, I mean, they looked like, like they were like, he would, he would go to Chinatown in New York to buy them all the time. And they look like little like ninja shoes or the shoes you would wear, like, uh, walking around, not in the dojo inside itself. Cause you'd, you'd be taking your shoes off. I had imagine in a place like that. I never been, but like when you're walking around on the, in the, in, within the walls, um, like the ninja shoes and, uh, he would wear them and like, Basically, they were Toms before Toms existed, and he would buy them all the time, and he thought he was so cool. And I did, he kind of was cool when he did, did, would do that. But yeah, I, I can understand the feeling and the sentiment. Mm. Carrie S. says, I ran a PB in Saucony Speeds, and the plates help in IMO, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think that they help, but it would just depend. It, it depends on which one, really. Um, yeah, Purpid Helmeted Yogurt Slinger. That's quite a name. Um, it says, wore 4% for 12 hours and didn't change shoes. Worked fine. Carbon X can't use more than three hours. Too firm. Hmm, I could see that. The, I think that the Carbon X in that ProFly material is, is firm. Uh, it does feel like, you know, it feels the firmness is more appreciated when you get to higher speed. But there's a smoothness to the shoe, like I don't I, like that rocker that's in there or whatever it is. I feel like it's a firm shoe, but it, I still like don't feel like it's a firm shoe when I run in it. But I can definitely understand that um, wearing it more than three hours is tough. I wore it for a 50k, and by the end I was like, these were a good choice for me to wear today. But uh, I'm very much looking forward to taking shoes off. Plant Power Dan says, BA factor of being a, I don't know what BA factor means, BA factor of being a slow runner is energy return or lack thereof. I think regardless of skill level, the plate is going to increase energy return and make it easier to go faster. I mean, I think that's the idea. Staff Roloffs says, would a shoe with a rocker effect not be better for average runners instead of buying carbon plated shoes? Uh, I mean, I think... Uh, depends and not, not, not for a race. I think for a race, um, the carbon plate shoe, uh, is going to be more beneficial, but I mean, better is kind of a vague term, right? And so like, uh, price per dollar better, maybe, 
but uh, is it something that's probably better to have for training? Probably, but for racing, I think I'd. I, right now, I think. Uh, I mean, who knows what it'll be like in five years, and we'll be all like, oh, remember that time when everyone loved carbon plates?" And we'll be like, "How silly were we?" Maybe that's what the future holds. But for now, I just I like carbon for racing. Carrie S says the video video is glitchy today. I'm sorry about that. I'm not sure uh, what's going on with that. Whenever the weather gets bad here, the internet gets weird. And the I mean, it's it's not raining now. Today's actually the best weather day we've had in a week. So hopefully uh, it's not too bad. So sorry about that. Roadrun Review is getting ready to put the RC through its paces. We had a short run in them this morning. Oh, oh my, they are comfortable. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't expect them to be comfortable. They look to me like they're going to be very uncomfortable. But that's good to hear that they are comfy. Uh, Robert Morano says, how about the endorphin speed for slow runners? Like 10K paces, barely sub 8 minutes, then death. I'm curious as well, and I don't think beating would be too bad for my wife for a $160 pair of shoes. I think that the endorphin speed is like the... Uh, the racing shoe for for everybody like for this year um i think it works for a lot of people i think that nylon played in there although i suppose that at some point i might have to cut mine apart like seth cut up his nike next per tempo next and see like how floppy the nylon plate really is but i feel like um i've had the endorphin pro i have the endorphin speed the endorphin pro i have a hard time really getting the benefit out of the carbon on it the endorphin speed, I feel like, oh, yeah, I feel the benefit uh, of this. Or maybe I'm just running on the Power Run PB material, and maybe that's all I'm feeling. But I feel like I'm getting a spring and a bounce from it. Um, and I, especially when you think about the price per dollar, 160 bucks for the level of performance you're getting out of that shoe, I think it's a pretty good value. I mean, you're saving money. No, it's not, it's not like quite like that. But, um, but it is uh, a great shoe, and $160 is a very fair price for what they've put into it. I think it, it's a really good one. And I, and it is one that I think that a wider range of people are going to be able to enjoy and get a benefit from. Uh, let's see. Purple Helmeted Yogurt Slinger says, Is the endorphin speed what the Zoomfly 3 was supposed to be like? Well, I think they fit in the same category. So there's a kind of like the, uh, the what I would call like your long-distance speed shoe. Um, so if you're doing what I would consider, there's kind of like, for me, there's four categories of shoes. You got max cushion, daily trainer, speed shoe, and then racing shoe. Um, and so, and then there's also kind of like your shorter fast shoe and your longer fast shoe. So there's kind of like some, some subcategories in that too. But, uh, so that zoom fly three kind of fits in a shoe that's your, I would wear it for a run that's in the medium to long run range that has some speed elements to it. Um, so the Zoom Fly 3 kind of fits in that category, the Fuel Cell TC, uh, the Endorphin Speed, um, let's see, what else would fit in that, like the Fuel Cell Rebel uh, as well. Like those are all shoes that fit in that, the Hoka Rincon. Um, so those are shoes that all kind of fit in that category. Boston 9. So yeah, so that's, those are all, I would all consider those all similar. Let's see. All right. CB76 says, finished cutting. Yeah, I thought CB, you were kind of quiet today. Finished cutting my hair while watching the stream, getting better at it since the start of the pandemic. You should try it out. Clippers are now available at drugstores at regular price. Uh, I think I think it's about time. I think I'm going to have to go for it um, because 
Uh, yeah, I like I keep thinking like, all right, we're really close to the point where I can maybe pull it up somehow and like put it into a ponytail or a man bun or something. But I still think that that's a good four or five months out, and I just don't know that I can make it that long. Um, I I need a haircut. So I mean, my mother-in-law has a set of clippers. So if it's I mean, it's not that I don't have clippers, but I just don't want to do it. And I keep thinking, like, well, it'll be nice. Like, once it's all over, there's, like, a vaccine. I can walk in with super long hair and be like, cut it all off, garçon. You know? But um, I don't think that's going to happen, so I think I'm going to have to figure it out. Um, but, yeah, the question is, like, what haircut do I give myself? <laughs> so we'll see We'll see what I, what I do. Um, Steven Gersdorfer's here says, what did I miss? Awesome. Good to see you, Stephen. Uh, we're talking about uh, plated shoes and giving yourself a haircut, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, Stephen76 says there's a lot of videos on giving yourself a haircut. I, yeah, yes, just yesterday I was thinking, I probably need to start looking at some of those give yourself a haircut videos. You know, tab 100 things in Mohawk. That's what kind of where I've been thinking, but I'm like, Oh, like the moment I give myself a mohawk, that's when a client's going to be like, hey, we want to sign you up for this really big project, but let's get together for like a Zoom meeting first. So I feel like that's going to happen. Uh, um, yeah. And so I don't think that would really work. And then if I like came in with like a shaved head, they'd be like, are you okay? What happened to you these last six months since we've seen you? You know, so I think that would be kind of awkward as well. But I would like a mohawk. But um, just because it's been so long since I got a haircut, I'm like, I think I can actually pull up into like a um, a ponytail pretty soon. But it's it's not it's not happening. I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, Purple Hominid Yogurt Singer says, put a cap on and then shave around it. I mean, it's, I could do the bowl cut. I mean, that'd be great if I like recreated like the bowl cut of my youth. Like all, like all, there aren't a lot of pictures from when I was really young, but the ones that there that exist. I've got a very strong bowl cut going on. It's amazing. Um, so, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> CV76 says, remember, views grew up, hair grows back. Yeah, but also remember the other thing that I've been thinking. I, I think, you know, like I'm 40 years old now. The hairline's been receding for a while. I just feel like uh, once I, like, if, if I shave it all or, or I get close to shaving all, I feel like that's it. Like, it's going to be like, ah, oh, that's too, like the, the follicles are going to be like, this is too high of a hill to climb back up. We're done. So I think they're just going to pack it in. <laughs> uh, you know, Daniel says, shaved head, mustache, and random neighborhood dogs following him around while he runs in short shorts. Mike finally snapped. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a weird look. Today I got chased by a chihuahua. I had to actually speed up to avoid it, like, nipping at my ankles because it was, it was pretty angry. Um, I think I got it on film. I have to go back and check the footage. But I think I got it. I was like talking to the camera at the moment. I'm like, oh, this is the spot where there's usually a chihuahua. And then all of a sudden I hear, yep, 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 yep. And it, I was like, oh, there it is. Um, but it was raining out. So normally there's five or six there. And there's only one that came out today. But <laughs> like I said, a ponytail and a goatee. I know. I, uh, yeah, it's it's a weird look. But, hmm. Uh, Martha says, you may be more surprised by how your students look after all these months than they will be by you. Maybe, maybe. I'm taking the semester off. I'm teaching, though. So, like, that's not something I have to worry about. Uh, and as Umbar says, it's funny. Uh, the mustache has been there. Uh, we are really used to it now. Yeah. I, I um, 
my my daughter got a gift of a Polaroid camera. They make newer ones now, and the, so the pictures are a little bit smaller. They're made kind of like for kids. And uh, as soon as she gets a roll of film, like it just she uses them up right away. And she she brought it with her hiking. And I was just like, you know, I don't think the Polaroid camera is really made for landscape photography. And that didn't stop her anyway. So, like, when she used up all her film, I let her take a whole bunch of pictures of my camera, my phone. And then I told her, well, we'll send them into, like, uh, like a photo printing service, and then they'll come in the mail. And they came in yesterday. And while I was doing that, I just printed a whole bunch of pictures from the summer just so she'd have more to kind of look at. And... Uh, it was funny to see like the the evolution of this going on from for just over like the last three months and it was pretty funny and then today i was looking at like um what was it i put in a clip from my original review of the hyperion elite one and that was just literally just six months ago and i was like who is that guy short hair no facial hair uh i don't know i didn't even recognize that guy <laughs> uh Steve said, I did the full razor in April, and I thought the same about receding hair, but it's all back now. Okay. All right. Maybe. Yeah, Donald Beck said, like, your bosses would think you were having some kind of breakdown if you walk in with a mohawk, maybe, like on Flight Club. I, I think that's what people would think. They'd be like, whoa. Uh, you okay? You've been gone for a while? You're all right? There's a there's one of my clients, uh, basically, like, every – like, right after Thanksgiving – uh, he stops shaving like for the winter because usually around like the holidays from Christmas to New Year's he goes camping for like a really long time. Uh, I don't know where he goes. It's really cold, I imagine. But um, when he comes back, he always looks like a lumberjack. And this is a very clean shaven, very dapper man, very well dressed. Um, and like he comes, like I, I'll see him in November, and then I'll see him in like the middle of January and be like, "Where have you been? Are you okay? Were you stranded somewhere? You know." <laughs> Um, it was pretty funny. Mark Chang Coco says, Friends of mine that I've made watching me videos with me say they'd like the Kofuzi with the facial and long hair look better. I mean, I, 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 I kind of like the, I like this weird mustache. I like that it's awkward and, uh, like doesn't really kind of grow in in certain spots. It's, it's like, it's a, it's a really, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when d they say like dogs and their owners start to look alike. I feel like, the mustache and me, like we're, you know, it's like a physical representation of me. Awkward and, uh, you know, uneven, but, you know, it's kind of endearing in a way. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's funny. Uh, Matt Ponder says, in terms of, someone asked, like, if anyone's ever gotten bitten by a dog. I've never gotten bitten by a dog while running. But um, I've definitely had it where, like, you know when they run with you? I don't know if they intentionally do it or they just accidentally do it. Maybe this is something that happens when dogs run together. But you ever run with the dog and it's kind of like pawing at your feet. I don't know if it's intentionally doing that, like trying to trip you, or if it's just running and it just doesn't even notice where it's putting its feet. But I've definitely had that where, like, its paws are, like, tapping my feet as I'm, like, kicking back. And then, like, on my, not kicking back, but, like, kicking on my stride. And then uh, I think that's about it. Uh, it's the closest I've gotten to it, but then um, Matt Ponder says I've had just had like the nipping at the heels happen a few times, but not real bites. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Steve Gersdorf. What happened to Steve Gersdorf? Let's see that story. He says I got bit by a German Shepherd on a run. It came out between parked cars and got him on the calf. Whoa. 
Yeah. That's crazy. And he said that they, the owners came out and drove to the ER and paid for it. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and his number said, beards are where it's at. I couldn't be bothered shaving on a day in 2007 and I haven't shaved since. Really? Wow. Yeah. I um, I asked uh, the baby about it the other day. And I was like, what do you think about this? And she's like, she's like, I like this. She's like, I don't, this stuff is different. It's weird, daddy. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It's a very astute observation. <laughs> so that's how the family, well, that's how my, the dot, my, uh, the younger daughter feels about it. Um, yeah. Uh, Stephen Garsdor talking about the dog said it didn't tear anything. Oh, good, goodness. That's crazy. Whew. Um, yeah. And then, uh, what was the other one that I was going to talk about? Say, um, Recycle on Wednesday says, I would keep growing the hair. I think it's obvious that long hair equals COVID precautions. A disastrous haircut might require explanation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I, I don't know. I think that soon enough, it'll be cool enough, cold enough around here that I could just wear like a beanie or like a winter cap. And then I like won't probably won't care that much. I think maybe. Um, all right, let's do one more. Louis Becerra says, I got chased by a Labrador today. He barked, at, but at the same time kind of wanted to run with me. The owner called him. Yeah, I think sometimes these dogs just like to run. Just like to run. All right. Um, I'm going to get going here and uh, see what the girls are up to. When I came up here, we were in the middle of a... Someone bought my daughter a... Uh, the baby, uh, like a piñata making kit. And like it's all completely beyond her skill level. So I've been making piñata. So I got to go back to doing that. Who knows where they're at now. Um, but tomorrow there won't be any video in the morning. But we'll do another live stream in the afternoon. Same time, 3 p.m. Uh, Central. Uh, hopefully you guys can join me. Uh, in the meantime, hopefully you guys are staying safe out there on your runs. Especially everyone on the West Coast affected by the fires and smoke. Hopefully being safe. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks, everybody.